1: You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Today in Science from Wired. A rocket from 1966 has found its way back to Earth's orbit. More than 50 years after its course correction failure, Surveyor 2's rocket booster seems to have reappeared. By Jennifer Ouellette, Ars Technica Fifty-four years ago, NASA launched the Surveyor 2. And in case you're not sure of what that is, it was actually an uncrewed mission to explore the surface of the moon. But, alas, on the way there, the thing failed a course-correction burn, and it went into a tumble, and it's totally slammed into the moon's surface at 2.7 kilometers per second. But the rocket booster they used to launch it, it flew off in a different trajectory, out into space, and it's now started orbiting the Earth. At least, that's the conclusion astronomers are coming to since this past August, when they started studying this bizarro mystery object cruising around up there, and for now, they're calling it 2020-SO. So, way back in the day, NASA designed the surveyor program to demonstrate the feasibility of actually launching and communicating with and controlling and landing an uncrewed spacecraft on the moon. The idea was that if they could do that, it would kind of pave the way for later missions that carried actual crew members. So Surveyor 1 launched on May 30th, 1966, and it was a resounding success. It met all its primary objectives, no sweat, and it also sent back a bunch of pictures of the lunar surface and some critical engineering data. And because Surveyor 1 was zooming around in space, just being all extra, NASA was feeling really good about going ahead with the second mission. The intent was to land Surveyor 2 on the moon just east of its predecessor to show everyone that they could make an oblique approach in landing. After a series of minor delays, Surveyor 2 launched successfully on September 20, 1966, at 7.31 Eastern Time. And to get this thing off the ground and the planet, they used the Atlas Centaur rocket filled with liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen as propellants. So the Centaur does its thing. It blasts Surveyor 2 into space and then its engines shut down like they're supposed to and the spacecraft just coasts for 66 seconds. And then Surveyor 2 is released from the spent Centaur and the rocket expels its residual propellants to shoot itself off to a safe distance between itself and Surveyor 2. And doing that would give it a trajectory that would miss the moon by a good 5,675 kilometers. And it would send the rocket into a solar orbit. That Centaur rocket is what astronomers have now confirmed to be 2020 SO. Everything seemed to be going smoothly for Surveyor 2. Its trajectory toward the moon was almost perfectly on target, with just a light burn needed for a course correction 16 and a half hours after launch. But that's when things went horribly wrong. See, the craft's Vernier Engine 3 and some others failed to ignite, and this sent the Surveyor 2 just tumbling through space. And the NASA scientists, they tried to get the engine started 39 times before they actually had to accept that it was over. And so they tried to glean what useful information they could from a series of engineering tests before Surveyor 2 actually crashed into the lunar surface on September 23rd, just southeast of the crater Copernicus. NASA never was able to officially determine what caused the engines to fail, but they suspect that it was an issue with the flow of a Montan oxidizer. After that, NASA does five more surveyor missions. Four of them are successful. And so, NASA decides to switch its focus to crude explorations of the moon. Meanwhile, our spent Centaur rocket continued on its merry way through space and was pretty much forgotten about, at least until August of this year, when astronomers using the Panoramic Survey Telescope and Rapid Response System, or the Pan-STARRS, in Hawaii, spotted this mysterious object in a solar orbit that was due to pass close by Earth. The Pan-STARRS Observatory is the go-to instrument for detecting fast-moving objects like new asteroids. But this new object, that they're now calling 2020SO, was moving too slowly to be an asteroid, and it also had a weirdo kind of orbit. Paul Chodis manages JPL's Center for Near-Earth Object Studies, and he was one of the many scientists who was eager to learn more about 2020SO. So he ran computer simulations about its nearly circular path, and he noticed that its orbit was barely tilted relative to Earth. Chotus was feeling intrigued, so he ran the simulation in reverse, and he found that the object passed close enough to Earth in September 1966 to have originated from there. In other words, 2020 SO could be the spent Centaur rocket that launched the doomed Surveyor 2, particularly given its slightly anomalous orbit. And that irregular orbit is evidence that this object is being pushed around by the photons emitted by the sun. So 2020 SO would have to be relatively large and have low mass, just like an empty rocket booster. Because, you know, rocky asteroids, by contrast, are relatively small and massive. So Chodis sent out an email alert to his astronomer friends around the world so everyone could help track 2020 SO's progress over the next few months as it moved closer and closer to Earth. Follow-up spectroscopy observations gave some insights into the object's composition, and the spectrum data was consistent with the stainless steel used to manufacture Centaur rocket boosters in the 1960s. But even though any small discrepancies in the data could be explained by the weathering of the steel after 54 years of exposure to harsh space weather, the hypothesis wasn't a slam dunk yet. Vishnu Reddy works at the University of Arizona, and he led the team that performed the critical follow-up observations. He said, we knew that if we wanted to compare apples to apples, we needed to try to get spectral data for another Centaur rocket booster that had been in Earth orbit for many years to then see if it better matched 2020 SO spectrum. Because of the extreme speed at which Earth-orbiting Centaur boosters travel across the sky, we knew it would be extremely difficult to lock on with the IRTF long enough to get a solid and reliable data set. If you don't know, the IRTF is the NASA Infrared Telescope Facility. 2020 SO was captured by Earth's gravity in November, and came within 27,400 miles of us on December 1st. That's when Reddy and his colleagues at the IRTF were able to capture the infrared spectrum of another centaur d rocket booster, this time from a 1971 launch of a communications satellite. And when they compared that spectrum to the data gathered on 2020 SO, the spectrum matched. Man, I love it when mysteries get solved. So, what's next for our friend 2020SO? Well, now it's moving away from Earth, and it should escape Earth's gravity within a few months. And at that point, it'll start a new space adventure, as it follows a new solar orbit. But astronomers expect it to visit us again when it returns to Earth in 2036, and they'll be ready to learn even more when it does.